0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The
1: future of radio is here.
0: Funemploymentradio.com
1: Now we can actually say like defending champs, like two-time champions. Two-time champions, Sam. We're the Golden State Warriors of podcasting right now. I kind of of like that. I don't care. It is just so awesome. Oh, there it is! <laughs> I'm kind of proud of us. I am too. I'm proud of our listeners.
0: I'm proud. I'm so excited that our listeners actually went out and voted for us. Feels kind <laughs> of maybe
1: overkilling it a bit, but I think, it, I, think I don't we deserve care. This we never
0: win shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: excuse to play queen. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. Portland's best podcast. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extill, and thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And thank you to everyone out there who listens to this show. For voting for Fun Employment Radio for best podcast in the Willamette Week best of Portland poll.
0: Which is the reason why this is so important to us is because it isn't like some, you know, magazine or paper just picking who they think the best people like the best podcast is. Like it's people who are actually voting. It is you. It's a reader's poll. And like this is you are who we do the show for. So that really means a lot to us. It does.
1: Thank you so much. So, yes, uh, they just came out today. uh, Best of Portland for 2017 and in the best podcast section. Number one for the second year in a row fun employment radio oh my gosh and so seriously and and i know you know we don't we don't want to talk about it all day long but we're just really excited and seriously we just want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you so much oh my god you know had we not won we never would have brought it up
0: oh yeah we, but we would never talk about we it. we would
1: never talk about no, it but no. since we did now we're excited no greg it.
0: and i had already discussed that like well if we don't win you know we're just never gonna bring well, it pretend up pretend it never existed like it never
1: existed but we did win because because all of you uh, voted for us and thank you so much. Although I'm noting in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com/live right now, uh, Mr. Jenki's already worried that the Russians may have been involved. Oh, they
0: might have hacked it.
1: Well, I don't care. It was on our side yeah. this time, so I guess this is how it feels, and it feels great. So- oh my gosh, I
0: love. So um, you know, of course, our parents don't listen to the shows we talked about. I think my dad might secretly listen sometimes, though. Mm. I don't know for sure. Okay, but um, but uh, he did write back, and he's not like a an exclamation point kind of guy. Uh huh but he did uh, so I sent a picture to my parents and my sister and brother-in-law and my dad wrote back with a lot of exclamation points that he was really proud of me and he's going to show it to all of his friends at work.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I know. It is and I'm like the one day a year that my um, parents are proud. I am seeing though there is some more controversy brewing right now about our wins sir. I mean, we've only we've only known this for just a few hours. Uh, but yet already Courtney in the live chat is asking if my bot followers on Twitter uh, in fact, voted Uh-oh. because that is a possibility. I do have an incredible number of bot followers. You have a bot army. I've got probably about a hundred thousand bots. I'm going to guess that are that are follow you kidding me, on Twitter. me? I don't know. No, I mean my total followers is like 140 thousand or something. I would guess half of them at least are bots, and then half of them are people who don't even know who I am, but they just clicked follow. So yeah, maybe maybe they did. Maybe oh my they didn't.
0: god! It. So it looks like you you purchase it looks like people. i bought it looks like i purchased it looks followers. like you purchased followers 141 000 I put it followers in my
1: profile. that is
0: ridiculous
1: i put it in my profile you know it said bots love me like i don't know what else to do i don't know what else to do like i can't i can't Control it or stop it unless I want to like personally approve everybody who follows me. So I don't want to. Oh my God, like Greg, I've
0: never read your like Twitter profile before. I'm looking at it. Uh, host of Fun Imp Radio, also host of Trends with Benefits for Digital Trends. Tweets are my own. Well, that's what you're supposed to put on there. Oh my
1: God, that's so pretentious. But that's what you're supposed oh to put. Oh my God,
0: what are you? That's like what? something a celebrity says. Like,
1: no, it's oh. so, that, so that nobody. so Tweets like, are my own. That's what you're supposed to write on there. That way Digital Trends, like, doesn't get blamed for something I say. Tweets are my own. What the... What the fuck? Okay, now you're making oh, me feel like And you have a like little check
0: ass. mark next to you, too. You're all like... I'm verified.
1: Uh, I'm oh. verified on Twitter. How did this turn into this? Well, I, mean, I mean, what, should I not say that? Is that bad?
0: No, I love well, it. now it's you're so, making you're me so feel... so full of yourself.
1: No, that's not what I... That's...
0: I look at that and I'm like, oh, that, somebody's full of themselves. Somebody,
1: no, yeah, that's just on somebody's there. Somebody's a little so that,
0: big for their britches.
1: That's not big for my britches. I'm putting that on there so that the people I work for don't get in trouble. Like if I say something stupid on Twitter.
0: Uh, our pal Lisa Woods in the chat and she said, you have to do that, Sarah. My job made me. Did anyone make you, Greg?
1: Well, I have a bunch of different jobs and I like to keep them. So, yeah, I put it on there. God damn it. How did this turn? I thought we were. Yes, thank you, Lisa. In the live chat, funemploymentradio.com dot slash live says, "Covering asses." Exactly. You got to cover yourself. There's too many things out there. So, yes, I put it on there. I'm not going to take it down.
0: Should I? Should I write that
1: on mine too? Fine. Yes. To protect I, wh- who fun who radio. Who are the tweets? Would they be? No, it means that you're not tweeting on behalf of somebody else. Like anything that I say can't be reflected upon the company. Um on Why would the companies they think that, that I you were
0: for? doing it for digital? Like tweeting for
1: digital trends because because it's social media Sarah people get blamed for all kinds of things (sighs) this is not how this show is supposed to start anyway follow me on Twitter at Greg Nibbler
0: and this is the kind of riveting conversation you can hear in Portland's best podcast 2017
1: so Portland's best podcast thank you again everyone for uh, voting for us best of Portland 2017 it it really is awesome and we really do appreciate it you know I'm just jealous
0: of you because I want my own bot army
1: so moving from uh, from that again thank you everyone for uh, for voting for us, we really really do appreciate it. Like I said, and uh, I also want to say uh, something about last night too, because yes. Sarah and I got to participate in something awesome, which was Portland's funniest person. Which... In that we were the judges for it.
0: Yes, and there are so for the many semifinals. There's so many funny people in Portland. Like it's really hard to actually judge it.
1: It really is, and it's it's a very tough thing. And, uh, you know, I think we saw like probably 20 comedians last night perform. And it's fun because this was at Helium Comedy Club and they have this every year. And, you know, it it takes a lot of work for all these comedians. They go through hundreds of other comedians like competitions to get up to this point for the semifinals. So it's, it's really tough because everybody's so good and it's a really hard job to judge.
0: And Portland has such like a deep like well of funny comedians, so it's like it's hard d- depending on I guess like what you're what you find like mostly funny because everybody's funny in their own particular way. Mm-hmm. But the hard part about judging is like trying to you know because you're using your own opinion to figure out like which ones you think are the most
1: particularly funny. It's really hard. I'm glad we're not the only judges because there were a bunch of other ones as well. There's I think there's like seven or eight total, which is good because it spreads it out because, you know, so what some other person might find funny, some somebody might not. So it kind of gives a kind of an even voting.
0: Which is interesting because you're watching it and like somebody, like for example, I'm not going to say like who I voted for or who I didn't. Right, yeah. Somebody- no, I'll
1: never say who I voted exactly. for. Exactly. Like, ever. Greg and I
0: don't even tell each other who we voted ah. for, but it's it's interesting to see how it all shakes out, because somebody will be like, oh, that person you know, definitely nailed it, and then uh, and you think the date is amazing, and then they don't make it through, and right. vice versa, which is like, okay, I thought that person was okay, and then they're like one of the final three. It's just, it's very interesting to see how the process yeah, goes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so they'll go on. I think it's another round of semifinals tonight, and then the finals are next week. Um, but again, congratulations to everybody that moved on, and congratulations to everybody who was competing. In it because there were a lot of very 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 funny people in that, and it's it's very fun to do it. Also of note, you do get uh, gift bags if you're one of the judges, and if you remember last year, I took uh, both Sarah and I's gift bags home <laughs> with me in my lift and uh, went in through the back door of my house, and then decided to forget them on the back door, and then they ended up being stolen in off the back, back door.
0: porch. Yes, from the back porch. So
1: from my from my back porch. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm
0: still not entirely convinced that the lift driver didn't steal them.
1: I No, it wasn't the Lyft driver. I brought him. I brought him you're, in. You're sure? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I know that we up. were both
0: exhausted at the end of that. So I wasn't.
1: We were exhausted. It was very. T- it is very tiring. However. And I'm just
0: thinking that maybe some Lyft like, driver was like, oh my gosh, look at all these gift certificates that I have. And I have bottles of
1: vodka. I am just set for like. They're pretty that. sweet gift bags. I mean, I'm yeah, not going to lie. They're line.
0: awesome gift bags. I was so. So bombed last year.
1: Yeah, no, I I know. I know. I so know. of course
0: Nick from Helium, when he gives us the gift bags, he's like, uh, don't don't lose them this time. Oh, Nick
1: will never let us hear the end of that. No, and no. nor should he. Nor should he at all. But either way, they are safely at my house right now on my kitchen table, so they can't be stolen. Sure? there. Yes, I know that for sure. They did not leave my hands after I left uh, after I left Helium last <laughs> night. So they are safely home this time. Um, but yeah. Anyway, thank you to everybody uh, for for. Well, competing in that and just for, for letting us be a part of it, mm-hmm. we really do appreciate it. But speaking of my house, there is something else that is going on that I do need to bring up. And it seems like no matter how many, how, how much progression happens in my neighborhood, how many, how much like the, the neighborhood I live in has improved. You know, I had th- for the years, <laughs> my meth head neighbors, which um, that was about a 10 year battle. Of my meth head neighbors and there are many, many tales that I've shared here on the show. Someday I'm gonna write like a little book or maybe like a maybe we get somebody to work on like a comic book Maybe it with could be me. a children's book. A children's book of meth heads? I oh, don't know. Well it
0: could be like you know, like the old like old timey Portland
1: stories. I mean there's so they're the meth heads are all getting for... pushed
0: out. Like they're getting, you know, further and further out. Yeah. About when the meth heads roamed inner southeast Portland. I mean
1: ones that had like an actual nest you know, uh, that was there that they couldn't be kicked out of and what happens with meth heads after that. And then, uh, of course, you know, the van, the van people that were living out there, just a couple of, that just kind of ended about a month ago Mm -hmm. where there was the blue van. There's a whole van saga. You can look it up uh, on fun employment radio for the archives, but, uh, the there was a blue van that parked out there and was just like this broken down one not parked but was like dropped off by a <laughs> it was, tow it was truck
0: ab- abandoned it was well,
1: I was dropped off by a tow truck and left there <laughs> and then there was this woman who claimed that her boyfriend was going to fix it and then there was somebody living in it and this went on for like a week and a half and then another van showed up and then they were living in another van across the street from so it So
0: like bounce from van to van yeah
1: they basically turned like the the street in front of my house turned into like their little like playground of two broken down vans where they'd Bounce back and forth pl- doing, God knows what. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they were doing back there? Anyway, that you went know on. What
0: they were doing back there? I
1: don't. I don't. I I don't want to know everything that went on back there. But yes, I can imagine there was quite a bit. The van literally, literally did rock at one point. So, um, Ew. so anyway, that went on for like two and a half weeks, and uh, yeah, we're. I think they they're still probably going around somewhere in uh, Portland too. You can probably still see them. Uh, Because they moved on from my neighborhood, and then on next door it said that they had moved down like 15 blocks (laughs) in front of that house. So I'm sure if you just follow the trail, they're around somewhere, these two vans with this couple. But now there's something new that's going on in front of my house, and I have a question. I have have a problem here, and I want to ask people listening to this show— what i should do about this situation
0: the vans aren't back are they
1: the vans are not back instead we have something brand new that's going on well Ooh. i should say i shouldn't say that the vans aren't back but there is a van it's a different van this time there is it actually is a van now that i think about it there is a van that has been parked in front of my house <laughs> now for about Five days. Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't pay that much attention, but I don't have neighbors um, across the street from me. I don't really have neighbors that park in front of my house other than my weird Russian neighbors that live there. Uh, But But they they, don't
0: really park in front of your house. They they?
1: usually stay on on their side of the DMZ zone, and so I don't really have to worry about it too much. This, though, this van's been parked in front of my house for a while. Like I said, about five days. And I may be a little sensitive to these kinds of things, but on top of that, not only is it just a van, it has a big red storage uh, trailer attached to it
0: <laughs>
1: So it's one of those ones where it's it's almost like a um,
0: like a band van
1: li- yeah, like a band storage trailer, or construction storage trailer so it's it's so small it like- enough to be pulled by a van.
0: So I'm trying to think of like what like a like a u-haul like like one of those u things. like a things.
1: fancier one than U-haul, but yeah. Yeah, like like if what's I fancier like than a U-Haul, U-Haul, Greg. I suppose kind of like a U-Haul one, not one where the door like lifts up, but one that's a little more secure. So there's no windows on it or anything like that. But it's got this, so it's got this storage trailer attached to it, and the van has been parked there for, like I said, about five days. And now I'm starting to get suspicious because I am, you know, I do, I do kind of worry about uh, what's going on with with all of these neighbors. So I I decided to start doing a little peeping. And I oh I peeked in there. This never turns out well when you decide to do a little peep. Well, I've, I haven't seen anybody come over and, and look at it. I haven't seen anybody um, going in and out of it. So this been there for five days. Uh, Courtney's asking some okay some questions coming in the live chat. Uh, Courtney asks, could it be belong to any construction happening around your neighborhood? No, because there is construction in my neighborhood. I mean, there's construction everywhere in there Portland. Is. You, if you live in Portland, can say that.
0: constructions in your neighborhood.
1: Yeah, and that uh, that happens, but they don't leave things there overnight. So the construction that's happening around there, or they park in front of the construction site, which is not my house. A mm. um, couple other questions here. Just to, I'll answer these before I get on to what what I'm contemplating doing and what I'm going to need some help on here. Ever uh, saying, will a tow company move if you pay them? Uh, they will not move it because it's on the public. It's on a public street. The only way you can get a tow company to move anything is if it's on private property, or if it is uh, if they're blocking your driveway mm. uh, or like private, blocking any part of the street, right? Uh, well, if it's in the middle of the
0: street, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, if it's just parked on the side of the street, if it's blocking a driveway, you can get it ticketed. Then you can get it towed. But even that takes quite a while. Uh, can you paint the curb red? I could, but I get I get fined for that. Yeah, you can't you can't paint the sidewalk. I've learned that lesson. So so the this is what's going on. So the van is there. I decided to do a little peeping inside the van. Oh God! I, no, Christ. I didn't open it. I well, stood on the I sidewalk. I hope you didn't. Nobody's been in there for a while. And I looked in. It's a mess.
0: Like what kind of mess? Like van couple mess?
1: Almost van couple kind of mess. Like Mm -hmm. there's just crap strewn about everywhere in this thing. Now I couldn't see completely in the back because the windows are tinted. But there's a lot of stuff back there. Like what kinds of stuff? Like I look like blankets and stuff. Like I couldn't even specify exactly what was back there because I couldn't see it all. Um just a lot of stuff okay so it's full of stuff in the back because the tinted windows I couldn't quite see that but I could see in the front and there were blankets there's uh, food containers the the passenger seat is piled up with things hmm. um there was a saw I believe at the bottom like a hand saw that was in That's there weird which is very strange and then I went back and I was looking at the the trailer. And I'm like, okay, so what the hell is going on? And one of the tires, tires on the trailer is starting to go flat. So these are all warning signs to me after years and years of observing, you know, strange people parking in front of my place. Something's going on here. Yeah, you know. But here's my question. This is what I need to know. Because I took a look at the back, back door. I mean, it's public street. I'm just taking pictures, you know, whatever. And I took a look at the door on the back. Usually these things are very secure. They've got like locks on them. I don't think this one's locked. It's uh, the, closed? Uh, the, the, trailer, the trailer? The trailer. It's not actually locked. Like I took I took a close look at it. There's a bar that's down, so it's closed. But part the part where the lock is is broke. Hmm. So in have other words, have you touched it yet? Well, this is what this is my question. Oh, so you've already done something. No, I haven't done anything yet. Should I open it? Should it's I being open this gate? Could they be gate?
0: sleeping in the trailer? But it's it's closed from the outside, right? It's
1: closed from the outside. Yeah. So I don't. If somebody's sleeping in there, or there's a body is in it there, the long sleep? there could be a body. Yeah, there could be something in there. I mean, there, this is this trailer looks like a body trailer, and if there's a saw already in the front seat of the van, I mean, I don't know. So okay, uh, the advice coming in here in the chat is open it. Everybody's saying open it. So I'm. Of
0: course, you should open. But it. But what if I open it
1: and there's what if? Here's the thing. Let's just walk through this.
0: I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Yes, there could be like a decomposing body in there, but you know.
1: Okay. So so there's, there's two different things here. Uh, Keelan writes, headline, local podcaster murdered after opening drug van. Um, <laughs> Tony asks, do you want to get shot? Then go ahead and open it. And Courtney says, no, it could be breaking and entering. That's what I'm a little bit worried about. Uh, Lisa says they are not allowed to be there. Technically, it's the public street. So technically they're allowed to be there but not for an extended period of time if it's abandoned but technically all right what if somebody distinct from me opened it and it was just open I mean I just can't believe you haven't even opened it
0: yet like, like I, I don't think it's a question of if you're going to open. I was it. I think giving it's a question it a few days of when you're going to. Because I
1: wanted to put it to the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, it's going to go away. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. I was like trying to do ignorance to where you know just ignore the problem and the problem will solve itself. Because I just didn't want to deal with another van th- situation. But I've got a van situation. Mm. That's what's going on. It is a van situation that's happening in front of my house, and I feel like. <sighs>
0: I, I mean, I feel like you absolutely should not open it, Yeah, you should absolutely open
1: it. But what if I open it up and there's like some weird stuff in there? Like like, like what, what
0: kind of? What are you afraid of that's going to be in there?
1: Well, it could be a Dexter van.
0: Oh, like body parts?
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, if you want me to be honest, we could go straight to that. I'm always afraid I'm going to find Dexter. like a
0: head in a jar.
1: A specifically a head specifically in a jar? a head
0: in a jar. How, how, think from you know silence, how big
1: of a jar you'd have I to have to put silence, a head in it? Silence
0: of the Lambs, I think I always just go to head in a jar.
1: Honestly, though, that's a big ass jar. If you are going to put a head into it, I
0: mean, that's well, it's like an olive jar,
1: an olive jar. No,
0: oh yeah, I mean, that's if you not work, big enough. Well, you don't you don't work in any like restaurants or bars or anything. Like those those jars are really big. No,
1: you could not put a no.
0: You could put a head in a jar.
1: I, I mean, you could, but it'd have to be like no, a if really you get one of, like the super
0: in, like, industrial like huge olive or like a big pickle container. You could totally put a head in a pickle or a big um, like, uh, maraschino cherry container.
1: No, that's not there. big enough. You can, there's no way you could you fit a head in. You could put a head,
0: a in, head in a cheese ball. Like,
1: no, it's not wide enough at the it top. Is you totally could not fit a head enough. in there. You
0: could totally fit a head in there.
1: There is no way you could fit a head in that.
0: I mean, and people have different size heads, too. All
1: right, maybe a smaller head, I guess you could. Yeah, I but mean, anyway. sometimes
0: people have like disproportionately small heads. Maybe. That could go in a cheese ball tub.
1: Maybe. So
0: that's my nightmare is seeing a head inside of a cheese ball tub <laughs> inside of
1: the trailer. Okay. I, I just want to specify a couple of things here. Looking at the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. You get to join in and uh, join in the conversation. Uh, Keelan is saying, I mean, say this slowly to yourselves. As you're asking your listeners if you should commit a B&E on air. No, this is just for Satirical purposes.
0: Oh, yeah. We would never do anything like Satirical
1: this. Satirical purposes. Um, I'm totally not trying to figure out whether or not we put should a I human open head in different sizes of jars. Yes, but this is what I'm worried head. about. What if I open this up? Like, what am I going to find in this thing? You it's been abandoned for five probably, days. You're
0: probably going to find, like, pieces of wood, maybe some, like, uh, old, like, scraps of cloth.
1: Mm. Some like
0: boards with nails in them. That's all you're gonna find.
1: No, I don't know. I feel like with everything that's in the front of the van, I'm gonna find something else. And it's locked. It was closed from the outside, just not locked. But you wouldn't be able to open it from the inside, I don't think. Mm-mm. Looking at how it is, because the latches on. So there. somebody
0: got stuck in there. It has been a hot few days. I mean, oh that, yeah, that it's definitely been hot. wouldn't be. Like, I mean, have you tried smelling it?
1: It's. Fairly sealed. Like, it's a nice trailer. Did you
0: put your sniffer next to the next
1: mm, to the door opening? No. No, I didn't put my sniffer next to it, but...
0: I mean, did you, did you smell anything weird coming out? Because you had... The vans had very pronounced smells that I remember you describing a lot.
1: Yeah, the vans did, did because they had wide any? open windows. Yeah, This one, all the windows are closed okay. on this, on the van part. And as far as the trailer, like, it's a nice trailer, so it's securely closed, or I mean, uh, I guess it's sealed. Mm. It's just the latch is broke, so I would be able to lift up that latch and take a peek if I wanted to. I mean, if someone were so inclined. I mean, you can't stop something. Ooh, Cammie. Okay. Cammie in the live chat is saying, if you get caught, just say you were checking for pets. I thought they might have oh. a pet back there.
0: Oh, I thought I heard a noise coming from Oh, the- I heard something. I thought I heard something Ooh, coming from the trailer.
1: Ooh, Okay. I mean, it's been there for a few days. There, do I just consider it abandoned? It that's, at this point? I mean, I, I guess that's for the city. To I mean, decide, it's like but.
0: seventy-two hours, right? Or is that missing people?
1: I no, I think that's if a person's missing for seventy-two hours, is that when they're a missing person? That's a so. long time. That is a long time. If you're missing for three, I could go missing for three days and nobody it's, would no, declare I think it's
0: 48 me. Forty-eight hours.
1: Forty-eight hours is how long you have to find somebody. Before, Before that's usually. But
0: let's stop so I, talking about this. Oh my god.
1: Well, this is these are the things that I'm concerned with with what's going on in front of my house, in this red, in this red um, trailer. Hmm. I've seen nobody come in and or out.
0: Did you see? it I've checked off? on it in
1: the middle of the night. No, I didn't see it when it when it got dropped off.
0: Was it dropped off in the middle of the night or was it during the day? Do you remember?
1: Mm, when did I first see it? Because did it, it, it It came during the day, when there's a lot of other traffic around my house. And so I didn't, it didn't really register with me as anything out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. So I can't actually tell you what day it is that I first noticed it. It was earlier, I mean, it's been at least, let's see, what is today, Thursday? It was at least over the weekend. Okay. Or or Monday. So maybe it was, no, it's been longer than that. Must have been like last Friday, now that I think about it. Okay. Friday or Saturday. Because it's been there for about five days. So... Hmm. So what's your question? What if I get somebody else to open it? Should I open it or not? I mean, yes.
0: But you should open it with, like, rubber gloves on or something in case there is a body in there.
1: I don't want my DNA on there.
0: I know. That's what I said. Put on some rubber gloves. But then I, I close said...
1: it? Then I'm like, does that make me an accomplice of some kind? No.
0: Well, if you open it with... What if well, I, I guess... open it and
1: it's full of, like, drugs or something? And then I, then I have to deal with, like, some drug dealer situation. Ooh. I don't want to get involved in that.
0: Because they could be watching it, too.
1: The, oh, man. Okay, it's being noted. Uh, pay, pay a meth head to go in there. Pay a meth head to do it. Yeah, I could. But then, what if there's treasure? What if I open it up? It's like there's like gold or like bags of money. Like it's from some kind of a some kind of a bank <laughs> robbery, and there's bags of money in there.
0: The logical Mister Jenky says uh, in the chat: If you're afraid of leaving fingerprints, you probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I'm just saying If I put gloves on there. uh, Can we pound on the door first for safety? These are good questions to ask. Should I pound on it and like announce my presence? Be like, hey, citizen opening your uh, trailer and then just like open it up. Because I have if gone down in the If you announce yourself, night. I mean, I think that yes. probably
0: legally, you know, absolves you of any I'm crime. I'm just taking
1: a look. This thing's been abandoned for five days. Just yell this out into the street and like spin around a couple of times. And Are then... you
0: gonna like try and like flag down a bicyclist and be like, "Will you be my witness?"
1: Be my witness. I gotta get into this trailer here. Hmm. Um, boy, I just I want to know what's in there. I, I really do. I really want to know what's in there. It's dra- kind of driving me crazy. I'm gonna obsess over it until I find out.
0: We all know that you're just gonna go home and open it. You know, I bet the conclusion of the story is, I bet it's going to be gone by the time because you finally made a decision about it. That means it's going to be gone.
1: I don't know. It's been there for a while and the tire is starting to go flat on the back. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll catch wind that I'm, that I'm snooping around their treasures. Don't say catch
0: wind. That's a horrible phrase.
1: What? That? Why is that a horrible phrase? I don't phrase? know.
0: It just sounds wrong. Catch
1: wind to me. Yeah. S- snooping.
0: All right. So what did you decide? Are you going to do it?
1: I'm not going to say on the air. So that's a yes. I'm not going to say anything on the air. Uh, John is saying, have you considered just tossing a Molotov cocktail on it? Well, it's too close to my house. That's that's not going to work out for me. Mm-hmm. I, think I have an idea that would backfire really quickly on me. Um, I think there's a one-way ticket to jail in there for you, Greg. <laughs> I mean, if I'm the one that's going to get arrested, I'm the one that would get arrested for this. And they wouldn't arrest the van couple. Well, what you should Russian do is you neighbors. should go
0: and look inside of it. If there's something suspect in there, don't say. So the rubber gloves are the key here again. Yeah. So, like, lift up the thing, peep inside, see if you see any, like, decomposing bodies or a head in a cheese ball jar. And then, yeah. if you see something like that, then just close it back up and then call someone and say that, that there's, like, a weird smell coming from a trailer in, in front of your house.
1: Oh, and then mm-hmm. just watch what happens. Yeah. What if there is, like, a whole group of people?
0: I don't there. think there's anything in there. Unless there is, there's bodies. How messed up would that be if there really is a body? That would be
1: so messed up if it's been parked there for a while and like I had no idea.
0: <sighs> I mean, that's what happens. That's how people find bodies. All right, fine.
1: You want to know the truth? I touched the I touched the lever. You touched it. I touched it. <laughs> I touched it to see if it was loose or not because I was like, that looks like it's not. Attached Fine I will confess I Yes I touched the lever I touched to the lever Just to see if it wiggled And I looked at it and I'm like oh my gosh I can open that if I want to I didn't open it But I did touch it My fingerprints are on it My fingerprints are Oh so are you're on already it. screwed I didn't want to tell anybody oh, okay. Yes I touched it My fingerprints are on it Is this going to be used in like a court case Someday this episode You all heard me I'm being honest I'm coming clean I didn't open it I have no idea what's in there
0: but you did touch it. I touched
1: the lever just because I was like, what, is that locked? And, and I touched it. And I moved it just a little bit and I saw it would move and then I let go.
0: Oh, wow. So you've already violated.
1: I didn't know. I didn't open it. I did not violate it. I didn't violate anything.
0: That's like testing someone's car handle to see if
1: it's locked or not. It's not quite the same as it's that. It's exactly
0: the same as that.
1: Well, that's different than like getting in.
0: But I mean, seriously, this is like the kind of story that happens and it turns out to be a body. Like, my friend had- And they're uh, going to
1: be like, sir, why are your, why were your fingerprints all over? Oh, my God. My
0: friend years ago lived in uh, Ladd's Edition. And if you're familiar with Portland, Ladd's Edition's very- It's, like, a very pretty, very confusing area of, uh, like, southeast Portland. It's basically laid out like a like a maze kind of grid thing. Yeah. And it has a lot of back alleyways that basically connect, um, like, the backs of fancy houses. Like, Ladd's Edition's a very, like, fancy area. My friend lived there. And one morning, uh, I was staying at her house, and we came outside, and somebody had left a suitcase next to her um garbage cans. ooh, and it was zipped, and it was full. And so we had the same thing like do you do we want to do because I was totally convinced that there was probably body parts inside of there, yeah, And you know what? I ended up opening it, and I was so ready to like find you know like arms and legs and things. and it was just a random suitcase that someone had stuffed full of leaves.
1: Why was it stuffed full I of leaves? I don't know. It
0: was weird. And we emptied it out, too, because we're like, are there body parts
1: in the le-? Like, Because we were both freaked Who out. Who would take a suitcase and stuff it full of leaves and then the throw it on somebody else's? thing.
0: Yeah. And then stick it next to her thing. It was an old tweed suitcase. And it was packed and it was lumpy. And that's why I was like, oh, there's a body in there. But they packed it, this entire suitcase, full of leaves. There was nothing else in there. And then just left it next to her garbage can.
1: Oh, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Hmm. So, I, mean, I don't know if I can explain that So one. your
0: trailer is probably not full of a body, but probably full of something like equally as strange.
1: <sighs> it's being asked who would walk around Portland opening stranger suitcases on the street. Sarah, the answer is Sarah.
0: I mean, wouldn't, if you had a suitcase, if someone left a suitcase next to your garbage cans.
1: I told you about the time we, we had an accidental suitcase where this was back. Um, this was a long time ago, but my brother was up visiting and we took a cab. And we got out of the cab and we got into the house and he had a suitcase in his hand. We're like, where did you get the suitcase? He's like, I thought it was ours. I mean, we'd would we been out to the bars. We're like, no, it's not ours. And so we called the taxi company and we're like, hey, we have somebody's suitcase. are like, okay, well, we'll notify the driver. No one ever came to pick it up ever. Mm -hmm. No one wanted the suitcase. And so I threw it in the closet, and I just, it sat there for months and months, and then one day I remembered it was there, and we got it out, we opened it up, and we're like, you know what, screw it. I mean, nobody's ever claimed this thing. Let's open it. And so it was locked, and we had to, we broke the lock. Again, months had gone by. We had reported it, nobody was claiming this. And we found out why nobody wanted to claim it. Um, Because we we opened it up, and it it was, uh, there were a few papers in there, and and there was a um, sexual device a sexual device um, oh I
0: think I remember the story now are you talking about a giant dildo
1: there was a giant dildo mm-hmm. Yeah, giant dildo that was just uh, in there flopping around in the suitcase it was empty except for a giant dildo and, and a few like papers
0: did it have like the person's name on him
1: um, I believe it was the taxi driver's suitcase
0: Oh, so
1: it was because looking at it, they were like mile logs, like logging mile things.
0: Oh, okay. Work.
1: So, yeah, yeah, it was a big deal doing there. So, anyway, that's I learned my lesson from opening suitcases. I feel bad for that text shepherd. No wonder he never came back to claim it. Yeah, um, Lisa says sexual devices way creepier. Sexual device a is sexual like the device. creepiest
0: thing. <laughs> sexual device. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so if you found a suitcase sitting out next to your um, like next to your recycling bin mm-hmm. and it was like zipped up and looked like it was stuffed full of something, would you open it or would you just let it be? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of lumpy. Ah. Like you can tell there's stuff in there. You're by yourself. The suitcase is sitting there. Garbage day is going to be happening. Let's say that garbage day is happening later that, that afternoon. You know that it's going to be gone. You have the chance right that second... <laughs> to open the suitcase I would
1: put on gloves and I would open it you but asshole. I would open it late late though I would make sure that nobody around nobody's looking yes if it was on my property yeah yeah I'd end up opening it okay so what you're saying is I should open the door yeah
0: so what you just answered your own question
1: mm-hmm. but it's not technically on my property if somebody d- legally distinct from me would open it it's not my problem Okay. I can't say what goes on in front of my house.
0: I mean, you can't.
1: I have no idea. We'll leave it to that. Uh, let's do a little bit of World of Crazy. And oh, then,
0: boy. Uh, okay. I will say I was so excited about uh, winning Portland's Best Podcast today that I kept getting distracted, and I was just like...
1: Well, we can skip World of Crazy and go to Ball Talk.
0: Oh, no, I... Okay, I have a little World of Crazy, but if you have Ball Talk, we could do that.
1: Okay, let's, yeah. go, let's go to Ball Talk.
0: Yeah, because I was just looking at all the things, and I was so excited. I just got a little bit of Ball
1: Talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls.
0: Balls.
1: In further proof that my video game addiction could someday pay off, we now have this. There is a yet another eSports league that has popped up. This one for the game Overwatch. Overwatch. It's a very popular game, sir. I've never heard of it. A uh, very popular game, and you can compete against other people. Now there is a league that has been created... And it's got some pretty uh, big names that are associated with it. So there's actually seven teams, seven clubs that are part of this. So seven franchises part of this league, based in different cities. So you've got the Immortals from L.A. You got the Misfits from Miami, Orlando, NRG Esports from San Francisco. Wow, San Francisco couldn't come up with a very good name for their team. What's their? The name? Immortals, the Misfits, NRG Esports from San Francisco. <laughs> Maybe that makes
0: them more whimsical because they aren't trying so hard.
1: Well, anyway, the Overwatch League. But here's the the key thing: is uh, you've got some big names that are part of it, which is the New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft owns the Boston Overwatch team. Okay. Um, New New York Mets COO Jeff Welpon owns the New York City Overwatch team and it's $20 million to buy in for a franchise
0: a dollars
1: $20 million to buy in for this thing that is a lot of money to be part of this but it does prove that I should continue on with playing video games because it could pay off someday uh, moving on to ball talk just a couple of things and then uh, then we'll get on to something else D'Angelo Williams in the news D'Angelo Williams is a running back okay uh, last played for the Carolina Panthers, I believe, and they let him go. In the side and during a, before he is now trying to get back with an NFL team. He actually competed in Impact Wrestling for a bit, so he went to, went and wrestled, and then decided eh, I want to go back to football. But he has made a proclamation. About the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So there are only four teams he won't play for. He won't play for the Panthers. He won't play for, because they, they're the ones that let him go. He won't play for the Browns or the Jaguars because they suck. And he won't play for the Cowboys. And he said this it's because the Cowboys fans are the worst. Oh boy. He, um. So
0: nothing to do with the team, just the fans.
1: Yeah, he, well, he says the Cowboys uh, win. They ne- win during the regular season. They never win in the playoffs. And the fans get s- extremely, super annoying. So he doesn't want to play with them because their fans are so annoying. So there you well, go. we have
0: the exact opposite problem of that because our fans are fucking incredible.
1: That's right. Because they voted. They voted for us. Best of Portland 2017. Thank you and so much. And they're not our fans. They're Everybody. our friends. That's right. Mm-hmm. We have friends.
0: We don't have fans. We have friends.
1: Absolutely. And finally in Ball Talk, we have this. More things from the Tour de France. There's been... Uh, You know, there were some accidents, which isn't good. But we did also talk about yesterday how some (laughs) its live coverage and people have been drawing uh, chalk things on the roads as they go through these little towns in France, including an inordinate number of chalk penises that have been on the ground, (laughs) that have been shown on air. Now they've gone to the real thing. So part of cycling... When you're cycling Sorry, for these I got long a distances, there for a
0: second, I'm like, wait, they're putting real penises on the on the. Well,
1: when you're ground? cycling for these long distances, you know it's not like these guys take a break. It's not like, okay, pause, we gotta, we have to have a, bathroom break. Everybody, no, you're riding your bike, you uh, you either hold it or, let it go. You let, let it go. go, and you kind of facilitate that however you want to. And so yesterday, live on NBC. As they're showcasing, you know, the cyclists going, they've got what they do is they have like a motorcycle right in front of it, so it's right there. This guy uh, stands up as he's riding his bike and pulls down his pants and just lets it go. Woo! Live on the air. Peeing in the wind. On camera. So, if you like penises, follow the Tour de France. There's a good chance you. That should be their new tagline. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now with more penises Tour de France with 100% more penises yep. by the way side note if you have HBO watch uh, Tour de Tour de Pharmacy it's like a 40 minute short movie on HBO a fake documentary about the Tour de France from like the 70s or 80s or something there are so many um, star penises. actors in it oh. oh yeah there are penises in it I will warn you that there, there are um, there's a lot of nudity in it, actually. But it is absolutely hilarious.
0: What's it called? Tour de Tour Pharmacy? De Pharmacy. Okay.
1: It's really funny. John, yeah. uh, The one person I'll say that may stand out the most is John Cena. He's in it, and he is hilarious. John Cena
0: is an awesome actor.
1: He is really funny. He's really funny. Actually, everybody's funny in it. It's It's just solid. 40 minutes. I would say watch that. All right. Anyway, that it's concludes. Being,
0: well, Greg, it's being asked since we are talking about penises. Do you know how to say how do you say penises in French?
1: I don't know. That's something I'm not. You familiar should. With.
0: You need to get more well versed in that because no. the tour de France is going to be happening for a while. It seems like the penises is are ramping it verga up. Verga
1: in Spanish, verga. Oh, it's a penis. That's how you say it in French. Penny, probably penny.
0: Okay. That's penny. Enough. That wasn't as funny as I thought it would be.
1: Benny. Well, we'll end on that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Benny. All right, there we go.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I know that you have to go and do some more work yeah, today. Yeah, I do. I do. But I am going to go for a super long bike ride today.
1: Yes, indeed. I am
0: so excited. I cannot, like, I can't even put into words how how cool this this thing is that we get to
1: do well we should start off here from the beginning by saying that uh you know our fine sponsor uh over this summer is bike gallery bike gallery here in portland there are six different locations that you can go to um and of course they have their website bike com, where you can order from there and they'll ship anywhere and if you use the code fun employment i want to emphasize this again just just really really get it in there uh just, just really hammer it home. Uh, the code <laughs> FUNEMPLOYMENT. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT upon checkout wherever it is, whether it's in person at one of the bike galler- gallery locations or online, bikegallery.com. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT. Um, but yes, yesterday, as part of this, we are getting to try out some e-bikes. Oh,
0: my God. And like, I never really fully understood the concept of what an electric bike is yeah. before, until, like, because it makes, like, you hear the words together in your mind, and you're like, okay, I guess it's just, like, I, I don't really understand how that works. Like, it kind of propels you, or you don't know exactly. Right.
1: Well, and I can explain you. a little bit of it as far as how it works. It. So, what in, with an e-bike, here is how it is. And there's different kinds, but generally speaking, this is how they work. And I, I got a lesson from Kelly, just kind of, uh, Kelly kind of went over the bikes for us yesterday, Kelly of Bike Gallery. And... For an e-bike, there's a battery, and these ones in particular, there's a battery just attached to the bike itself. And this powers a, an assistance motor internally on the bike. So what it works is you still have to pedal. It doesn't go for you. It's not like a motorcycle or a scooter. What happens is you pedal, and what it does is it magnifies that pedal by a certain amount, depending on what level you put it at. Mm. So you you essentially, like one, one normal revolution when you pedal could be worth like 10. So it sends you flying. It is. Like you fly. It is
0: unreal. So you're still getting the exercise of riding a bike, but you're just going super fast. And you can yeah. feel... Like it kicks in a little Like Greg was saying Depending on what level You have it on You can go all the way up to like I think my level on mine I I have I'm writing an Electra uh, Loft Go Mm -hmm. Which is it's unreal how fun it is, and you're just pedaling, and all of a sudden you realize you're flying by everybody else. Oh yeah! Like, you don't even realize you're going that fast, and you're still getting the bicycle workout, but you're covering a lot more ground in a lesser amount of
1: time. Well, and the the great thing about it is too. I mean, you can decide whether or not you want it on. You don't. You can turn it off, mm-hmm. or you can put it on. Mine. Uh, I'm riding the Trek. Uh, let me get the name right because I, I mean I just got it yesterday. The Trek Nico Plus, and. There are three different levels. So it can either have it off and just pedal it like a normal bike, which is absolutely fine. And then if you want a little assistance, you've got like an eco mode, a normal mode. And then I think the super mode is what the top one was. And it may have a different name for the top one, but it just depends on how much extra power you want. But I did try it going up some pretty steep hills on the way back to my house yesterday. And I got to say, it was kind of kind of awesome just like barely even <laughs> breaking a sweat and just I didn't flying past people going up these I hills I was flying like the, do, past the past the people
0: do, do, do. in like their spandex with their like little like <laughs> mirror things on their helmets it was the most satisfying thing i have to say because again you're still bike riding but it's easier
1: yeah yeah oh and my i think God. one of the great things about them is if you're going to commute on a bike it's well worth it i mean they're a little more money they're they're definitely more money you know than a normal bike but you figure you're going to have this thing for a long time, and if you really do want to commute on a bike, you can go. You can cover a lot of distance, a lot of distance. Um, Brahim and Hunter are saying, but the hills is where you have to earn it. Yeah, and, and that's true. You, you know, still you could earn turn it, it. You off.
0: just earn it a little less, or well, you can, or, or you can turn, turn it, it off. Yeah,
1: turn it off if you want. I mean, either way.
0: Oh, I haven't turned that thing off since the second I. It's got fun. It. To I mean, try when out. I, I turn it off when I'm not riding it, but right. Yeah. So yours has three different levels. Mine has five. Yeah. So I have, like, five. So you can start, you know, just, like, the casual one, go all the way up to turbo, which is, like, the the biggest assistance. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is it is so amazing. It's,
1: it's a lot of fun to try out. So I would say definitely, you know, if you're commuting, like, a long distance or if, say, you're a little bit further out from where you thought you could commute on a bicycle. Like, say you're, like, you know, 15 miles out and it's like, eh, I don't want to bike 15 miles into work every day. Well, use this, you know, to turn it off for five six seven of them and then just flip this on and makes it so much easier you can cover all that distance very easily yeah. so i mean you can balance it however you want to do it on or off different levels all kinds of different things but it's really cool well and i can so, see why
0: kelly wanted us to like try them out too because he's like i want to get you guys on e-bikes and i didn't really understand how different it is because I, I love riding my bike you've heard me yeah. talk about it but, I mean, it just ups it. It, it ups the ante. Yeah, it's
1: it a different kind different. of experience, yeah. and it's so much fun. And so I would suggest anybody who's who's thinking about getting an e-bike, uh, definitely try one out. And bike you gallery, can dot- try them, yeah. Yeah, and bikegallery.com um, is the website, and, of course, the six different locations here in Portland. And, yeah, you can go in there and, and try it out and uh, give it a shot. And if you use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT, 10% off, which is a big amount of money, mm-hmm. and we really want people to take advantage of that. So FUNEMPLOYMENT is the code, 10% off which is absolutely awesome. So uh, use that for a bike gallery. And if you
0: see someone zipping by you that kind of looks like me, it is me on my fancy e-bike.
1: Absolutely. All right. I want to say thank you once again to everyone for voting for Fun Employment Radio for best podcast in Portland. Um, we really do appreciate it. This is two years in a row. I, I in all sincerity. It's really cool. And thank you so much, everyone, for supporting us in that. It's awesome.
0: It does. I mean, and I mean we do it, the it show, means the world for us. We do the show because we love it, and we also do it because we love you, and if we didn't have your support, then we wouldn't have anybody to do the show for. Yeah. And so your opinion means a lot to us, so that you took the, ch- the time to yeah, you know, make your voice heard.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, that's, it,
0: that's really special to it us. It really so thank is.
1: You, you know, it's, it's a lot of work and doing it's a, this so, every it's day. It's a silly
0: little award, but you know It makes us feel good. We work really hard, and we're... Uh, just super excited
1: about it. So thank yeah. you. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and come out and celebrate with us this Sunday, July 16th at yes. the Landmark Saloon. So July 16th, Landmark Saloon, the Fun Employment Radio Experience live recording part is sold out, but start uh, get down there about 2 p.m. We'll have free bingo for everybody, for, for everybody. all the people. Uh, that'll be starting right about three, so I get there sometime between two and three, so that way you're you're ready to go that would free the, bingo.
0: That'd be the best award, Greg, if people showed up to to say hi, Absolutely. And play some bingo.
1: Yes, indeed. And uh, I'm also
0: going to bring oh, and I'm going to bring my e-bike there on Sunday. Oh, so people can take a, take look, a look at it. At it? Yeah, because it's just awesome, it's so incredible. Like I don't want to keep this to myself. Like if anyone's even on the fence about thinking about maybe. Wanting one I, I want you to see How cool this thing is. Oh
1: yeah Great So we'll have that there to, to take a look at So you can see that And come on down Landmark Saloon 4847 Southeast Division This Sunday July 16th Get down there Around 2 o'clock We've got fine sponsors Elysian Brewing Is one of our sponsors And they're gonna have Their Super Fuzz Beer On tap And then on top of that We'll have Monkey Shoulder Scotch Oh my which, gosh Which Monkey Shoulder Scotch Is absolutely delicious And um, they're gonna be Two of the sponsors So specials on those It's gonna be a fun time yeah, So Just come, come join hang us. out
0: In the sun Even if you don't drink just come play some bingo
1: Sunday, July sixteenth. Awesome! I'm gonna hang out with us. All right, thanks so much, everyone. You are wonderful and amazing people, and we really, really, really do appreciate we it. Really do. All right, well, we will uh, be back tomorrow with some more fun employment radio.
0: Thanks, bye, bye, rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.